What are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. <laughs> right about that. I don't know. Let's touch the flower. Is it moving? Crack the tall one. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh, boy. Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it. I think that's idling. Yo, what's going on? Welcome to Moped Monday Podcast. We're back. Another week. Episode 161, 2, 3, 4, 5, something. Something like that. Uh, Yeah, we're here to talk about mopeds. If you've never listened to podcasts before, this is Moped Monday Podcast where we talk about mopeds and get weird occasionally. Or maybe a lot. I don't know. It varies. Uh, Yeah, man. I've had a good week with mopeds. I actually got my new bike Today, uh, I bought Charlie Buzzard's Derby, I mean, yeah, his Derby box, like, I don't know, two months ago, maybe, and I just like, yeah, I'll, I'll find a way down there sometime to pick it up, and and I've, I've just been like, man, I'm not going to find time to go get it, and then uh, one of the buddies from Magneto's, Jesse and his wife, were driving, doing a little road trip, they're going up, going up East Coast, on the way to Boston, and they stopped at Charlie's on the way, and I was like, wait, you're at Charlie's? Uh, you want to bring me my bike? And he was like, yeah, I can do that. So I'm like pumped on that. Like he brought me a bike. And then one of their homies in Texas actually bought my Badavis Grand Prix like eight months ago, nine, a long ass time ago. And it's just been sitting in my house, or Thomas's house. We've been shuffling around trying to figure out who's going to pick it up, how we're going to get it down there. And lucky for us, dude, Jesse's, you know. Scooped it up today and dropped off the derby and picked up a Grand Prix, and he's gonna keep on his journey. So shout out Magnetos, dude! Thanks for the uh, moped transport. But dude, what's up, man? We we're live. We already have our guest on the phone. We got Thomas, not my Thomas, but another Thomas from Better Thomas. <laughs> Ooh, Better Thomas. Ooh, wow. Thomas, love you. That's talking hot shit, dude. I'm telling Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, uh, yeah, we got Thomas from the the Trash Pandas. What's up, man? Ah, down here trying to make bikes run, just like everybody else, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like down here, y'all gotta have like some slogan or some like saying, like, yeah, we're down here staying trashy. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're keeping it trashy down here. <laughs> Your alleys are belong to us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so what's up, man? How's, how's your how's your week been with mopeds? Let's 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 catch up on like the current moped sitch down there. How's how's it been? Well, I uh, we're 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 trash pandas road folks. We don't really care. We're we're we're, we're not quite purists on just mopeds, but yeah. I was been I was, putting around on my moto became lately. Oh. Got and yeah, you know, talking about derbies. Got a derby scooter we got on the road this week. So nice. Like is it the the DS fifty or like a scooter scooter? Scooter scooter. Sick. Okay, uh, I'm into derby it. Atlantis. Okay. Got the got 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 a Piaggio engine in it. That thing probably rips. Oh yeah, it's 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 dumb. I'm into that. Like we we uh we go to like the uh this all the scooter rallies in Richmond. We always we always go out and support and hit their rides and like. You know, Seven Hill Scooter Club, shout out to them, dude. They always put on a great time. 
We actually had one a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was fun. They play. They always play these weird games. They do like rally games that are like way like out of the box, like left field, and like they had us like digging through a kiddie pool full of sand trying to find a ten mil, and it was like full of fucking three eights and shit. It sucked. It was pain in the ass. It was, it was really hard. It was really hard. It was like a timed course to do all these little tasks while riding your bike, you know, around these like little obstacles, like a little slalom course and then like a figure eight and then like comb through this fucking sand pit and then like do some other dumb shit. And I, like I lost by like literally one second. I was so mad. I was like, fuck, oh. like, I thought I had it. And then like I saw the prize and I was like, that prize was trash. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed out on bragging rights for the year. I also like lost the fucking the slow race, so I fucking that's that's double the fucking bragging rights I missed out on. I'm like fuck. It's, yeah, I've I've actually never been to a scooter club's rally. Oh really? Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah. They're pretty fun. I mean, they're like it's weird because it's like if you come from mopeds, mopeds are like rallies are really like unruly. Like the riding's kind of loose. You got like a huge mix of like people who are like experienced and not experienced. Yeah. And and then like no one like there's no formation. It's just like we just kind of swarm and ride all over the place and people do whatever. And like I feel like scooter rallies are so like, all right guys, I want everyone to abreast, side by side, keep your distance. We're <laughs> stopping at every stoplight like it's so proper. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> I guess that's uh, I guess that's what happens when you start riding things with plates all the time. You have to worry about the police. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I feel like I've never like been somewhere at a moped rally and like we're cutting up and like the cops really like hem somebody up over it. I got uh, I got hemmed up at Swoops rally a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 we had. Me and my bike was acting up and then started behaving itself again. I'm guessing I just had a jet clog or something, but it was me and two or three other guys who'd fallen behind the main pack. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to play catch up. And yeah, a cop straight up, you know, like whipped his car out to block us and Damn. sat there and scolded us. And it's like, dude, um, yeah, but. You know, the pack up there are the guys who, you know, are causing all the traffic problems and we're trying to catch up. Yeah, it's like, now now I'm lost. Thanks, officer. I'm never going to catch him. Well, like, where he stopped us was on this little side street next to a park. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, about five feet height worth of steps going down into the park. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, and this guy acts like he's going to be, like, Try to pound our bikes or something. I'm going down them steps because yeah. his crowd big ain't gonna make it. Yeah, like we're, we're ramping it. We're going off road. This is a moped. I'm gonna get, go get lost in the woods. <laughs> He'll never follow me into the trees. It's like yeah, I, 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 I like my, I, I like the random bikes I have. They're straight Euro specs. So I can turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> like quick, hide the license plate. It's just zip tied on. You cut the zip ties. <laughs> Oh, this is Georgia. If it's a, you know a you know fifty cc or whatever, we we, we don't need plates. <laughs> nice, I like it. We didn't need them until like you know a couple of years back, dude. Like, and then they and they they just wanted their money, dude. They wanted their cut. Yeah, I went up to I was, went up to Charleston ride with the Smog Squad guys, and yeah, yeah, cop, cop stopped the group. 
and was yelling about people not having plates and Conan's just like, they're from Georgia. They don't need plates. And goes, blah, 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 blah. It's like, whatever. You're right. Catch them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just chill, bro. Relax. <laughs> dude, Conan was here. All, we had Conan here last weekend, dude. He came to town, brought his, little, brought, his brought his prospect. They fucking, we hung out, had a cookout with small dogs, did a little ride. It was a good time. Yeah. He's good people. I like, huh? Dude, so let's let's go let's go back, dude. Let's get into how Thomas yourself got into mopeds, and then we'll kind of get into the get into the club. Ah, uh, I guess like um, more scooters. Like uh, I, I saw Quadrophania at a very young and impressionable age, mm-hmm. and so that that really made me want a Vespa or something. But I always live like you know more out in the boondocks and all. Yeah, where you know things that only go thirty, forty miles per hour aren't all that practical. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and then you know like later on, yeah, in punk rock skinhead scene, which even more so makes me want a scooter. And never wound up with anything. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the line, decided to be a cool guy and buy myself a chopper motorcycle, which coolest looking bike in front of the bar <laughs> rigid with raked out forks and everything old triumph uh, i hated ride that thing for more than half an hour just beat the crap out of me like a actually cool I, I, body hated it <laughs> after i got rid of that bike i always said i was never buying another rigid and now i've got a maxi in so you know there's that but um yeah then like years and years later we have a 2000 was it 2011 i moved to savannah mm-hmm. and i picked up a 64 vespa v90 that had all the problems in the world and then just randomly i went to a um estate sale and they had a kinetic tfr there yeah and i bought the tfr not knowing anything about it whatever I'm pushing it out of the yard and it fires up. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just riding by new kinetic up and down the street like a goofball. And then yeah, I realized I don't know how to turn it off. It's like it just turned on by itself, dude. I didn't do anything. The, handlebar, the handlebars, you know, none of the controls or anything were hooked up. So there's no kill switch or anything. And I wound up just like. I think just like rolled it up against the stop sign and made it choke out <laughs> and that's yeah. how I shut it down. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even yeah, I didn't know anything about the Vespa type real hub, so I didn't know that I could disengage the hub so I could push it without it turning over the engine yeah. or anything. Like, like give it a rear naked choke. That'll, that'll take care of it. <laughs> and then it was, you know, long brutal downhill from there with all sorts of dumb little two stroke crap. <laughs> yeah, man. Random four stroke things thrown in the mix. So you just like stumbled your way into mopeds by accident. Yeah. I like it. How like, so after you got this first one, like, and you're still doing the scooters, you're kind of like doing a little bit of everything, which is yeah. fun. Like I like, I like riding different bikes for like, you know, the different mood you're feeling, you know? Yeah. Well, I always make the you know, horses for courses argument, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no best bike, but there's the best bike for what you're doing at the time. Yeah, which one? I always like air when I, tires. Let's go and gas in the tank. Yeah, sometimes it's just which which one's starting right now. Yeah, 
Like, uh, I've got a big cool dude motorcycle, Harley Dyna, which I haven't rode in a month because the headlight burned out. I've been too lazy to fix the headlight. Mm-hmm. I feel that. <laughs> so were you like riding by yourself or do you have people you were already riding with and doing stuff with like in a, in a scooter thing? Well, um, so my brother already had a, um, oh hell, I left the bike out. When I was in college, I had a Honda, a 1967 Honda Super Cub. Oh man, that's tight. And that's the one that I never would have sold. It actually wound up getting stolen from me somewhere along the line. That one, this is an awesome story. My grandmother won that bike when it was brand new at the state fair in a Girl Scout raffle. That's crazy. And that's what, and my dad, but he went to college, he took it to college with him. And then yeah, 93, when I went to college, I took it with me. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was my first, you know, motorized two wheel thing. I remember like years ago, one of the swoops, I can't remember his fucking name. He used to live in Richmond. Then he moved to Atlanta. He was in the swoops, but he had a super cub with like a moped engine on it. And it was all like stripped down. It still had the, the, like the leg fairing shield or whatever, but it was, it was tight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got I got um I got the leg shield to go on my Moby. <laughs> nice. I haven't mounted it yet, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that to make it as goofy as possible. Yeah, it already only goes you know, 25 miles per hour, so might as well you know make it as extreme as 25 miles per hour as possible. Hell yeah! So fucking, how they it got stolen? Where where did it get stolen from? Was it like missing like no lock or they cut the lock? What happened? Oh um. House I was living in, we moved, but didn't immediately get at everything out of it. And it really sucked. We got hit. It got hit by scrap metal thieves. Mm. Like straight up, you know, ripped pipes and wiring out of the wall situation. Damn. Yeah. Like yeah. A, they. A landlord other thing they. There. Other thing they took that really upset me is had an old Hammond organ, mm. and. They smashed the organ. They just took the metal out of it. And it's like, you idiots, you just destroyed a two grand organ for $30 worth of copper. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so I'd rather you pawn the whole thing so I could go buy it back for the pawn shop. Yeah. And actually, that is, the one thing that they stole from me and that, that was actually, you know, I guess they did pawn or whatever is my record collection. Damn. And so, yeah, I just... Since then, I just, you know, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the digital music. I don't think. Yeah, you're like, I'm never buying records <laughs> Plastic <again>. discs. Yeah. <laughs> Buy every time I go to a record. Work, dude. Well, every time I go to a record shop, I kind of get angry. It's like, uh, I keep thinking, yeah, I'm going to run across a record that's got, you know, my initials on it and <laughs> have to snap on somebody. That's my shit. Prove it. <laughs> dude, I always wanted to, like, um, stash like something hidden like on my bike you know like in the seat tube or some shit like you know if your bike ever gets stolen you can like really prove it to yours like pull the seat post out and be like listen motherfucker that's my social security number like some shit oh i was like um no i i, I will randomly engrave things on my bike and had a adley rt50 that's i i guess if you follow the flow chart it'd be a notepad yeah but it's it's a weird little um, scooter engine motorcycle thing. But um, had a Minarelli two-stroke on it. And I just straight gave it to a friend of mine. And it got stolen off his porch. 
But yeah, that's one of those things. If it ever pops up, I'll just be able to go up to him and be like, yeah, there's a raccoon face engraved on the <laughs> case right there. Um, if you pop off the tank or if you pop off the tank cover, you'll see on the tank where it's engraved. If you steal this bike, Rusty will eat your soul. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, officer, I can 100% prove this bike is mine. Oh, well, and there's other things like, you know, oh, like Timo, somebody stole Timo's cheetah mm. about six, seven months ago. It's like, there's like three of those in the U.S. How do you, how do you make that bike disappear? Yeah, it's going to pop up somewhere. Unless it's like ditched in a fucking alley. In a, yeah. In a riverbank in the woods, some shit. Yeah. So. I don't know. So you had did you have like a like any people you were riding with like at that time? Um, my brother already had a ruckus, and and it was it, it was one that hit, it needed work. But you know, me getting a running bike then kind of lit a fire under his ass to get his ruckus going. And then my friend John, who was going to the interview with me tonight, he um, he already had a kowtow or something while he was living up in Athens, and he was talking about buying another bike. And I was like, you, you don't want another four-stroke. Find something two-stroke. Find something two-stroke. Yeah, that ta- that, you know, that kowtow, like, that DUI Express. And he he wound up picking up a um, Buddy 50. Okay. And... Of course, immediately, you know, voided the warranty by kitting it and piping it and everything. And first kit we threw on it, he is like, okay, you know, take it easy, break it in. Hear him just twist the throttle. It's like, and then no noise. (laughs) And he gets back and is like, you know, pop the top end off the piston. Looks like somebody took a cutting torch to it. You can like (laughs) see where the aluminum was flowing out the exhaust. Work. Yeah, we're always just like, dude, we're rider returns on foot. <laughs> but yeah, so there's three of us, and then um, local scooter shop that's now closed. We made friends with their mechanic, and so that kind of, and at the time they were kind of a hub for all the local riders, mopeds, scooters, some little motorcycles, whatever. Yeah, like the meetups there and like weekly rides or something. Yeah. What was the name of the scooter shop? Motorini. Okay. Yeah, they 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 were Vespa and Genuine dealership, but also de- dealt with a lot of um, used stuff, all sorts of vintage scooters, occasionally mopeds. I remember they had a Ducati, old Ducati 50 cc motorcycle in there that I was just in love with. That word. It is way too small for me to ever ride, but I, I still would have put it around. Mm. So, did you guys like find yourself getting like more mopeds? Like, you you had a couple scooters, you had the ruckus, the tow tow. Um, like I said, really, uh, yes, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just double a motorbike. It's like whatever. Yeah, anything uh, that, that, popped that, up. Yeah, well, that's kind of why you know when when, when the club became. A thing that's that's why we wound up. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you know, we're not the trash bandit scooter club or moped gang or this or that. We're we're just road fucks. 
Yeah, that's why it's trash band is RF. RF, baby. So you guys are riding everything, doing the thing. Like, because uh, I know Timo's like like swoops, and so you guys are in Savannah. That's where he's at. Did you guys ride a lot with the with the swoops and other people? There were yeah, in the, um, in the mopeds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Timo and Cakes a lot. Um, one of the like one of our guys that he ain't been hanging out too much. Um, Christian, he had a couple of mopeds. That's beautiful, Moby. But you know, life people move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how it goes for sure. The cycle of uh, mopeds and scooters and stuff. They either grow up to big bikes or they just get out of it. <laughs> yeah. So what was like the the scene like with your club? Like when did you guys actually form it to be a club? Um. So I want to say it's 2016. We claim 2016 just because that works out because 2016 works out to TP. <laughs> so, but me and John and my brother Carl were sitting on my front porch, you know, drinking way too much high life and decided we're going to start a club. Like and, as, as one does, you know. And then, you know, the, the next day or so, we're joking, we we're talking to our mechanic buddy at Motor Radio about it. And he's like, oh, I don't see patches or anything yet. And so the next day, I sat here and, um, cut a stencil and after I got off work in the middle of the night, went up to Motor Radio and tagged the garage door with our trash bandas RS stencil. <laughs> it's like, we're here now. <laughs> it's like, we are claiming our territory. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> so like, everyone was cool with the name. You guys were like, like, yeah, we'll take that. We'll run with the name and we're on it. Yep. Were you guys like doing any kind of group rides yourself or hosting anything like in your area in Georgia? At that time, pretty much just, you know, hanging out with that whole crew that was centered around Motorini. Yeah. And then, you know, since then, have we hosted our own rides once in a while and sucks, you know, the whole the past two years, everything's been kind of slack as hell COVID nobody wants to leave the house <laughs> yeah definitely a weird time for all of this like we like Moped Army like we got like you know a couple new clubs applying this year and it's like it's kind of hard to like even talk about or you know it's like well what have you guys been doing the last two years since nothing else has really been happening it's yeah. like I'm like dying for like it to really come back and like have something to do and somewhere to go. But well, we 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 had our rally planned for 2020, and it's like the, the then everything starts closing down because of the COVID, and we uh, it, it was hard, but it probably was like yeah, we have to cancel the rally. We can't <laughs> in good conscience do this anymore. Yeah, definitely understandable that. There were like there were no other like what other clubs are in like in uh in Savannah? I know there's a couple of swoops that live there, but I don't think there's was there anyone else that's repping like a club like in your city or area? No. It's it's us. Um yeah, there's you know, there's Timo and let's see, Timo and Jordan are down here. I think they're the only swoops that are still around. Um 
there is I am drawing the blank on his name. I want to say there's 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 a guy in town that's either Henry, Henry, Henry. I think that's his name. I want to say he's either Buzzards or Queen City Barons. Okay. What's like the closest but, club to you guys? Uh, closest I guess would be Smog Squad up in Charleston. You know, they're they're only about two hours away. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> two hours. Do you guys make all y'all? Are y'all making a lot of trips up there to ride with them and hang out? Yeah, I try to. Uh, we, we we try to get a take. Get some folks up there for their rides, and they're they're cool, and they come down. You know, they come down for our rides regularly too. So, yeah, like I want, I still want to go to Savannah. Like I've never like just gone and hung out in Savannah. Like I, everyone's like, oh, it's so nice. You have to go check it out. You know? Oh yeah, we, we have to go cups in the bars. So, <laughs> Noel style, I like it. <laughs> I think us in New Orleans are the only places that do that. There's got to be, there's got to be more. But those yeah, are, uh, I know New Orleans for sure, and you guys. So like, that's the only two I can think of. <laughs> well, it's funny. Well, one time I was up in Atlanta, uh, in a bar, and uh, go to walk outside to smoke a cigarette, and the bouncer stops me. He's like, "You can't take your drink outside." I'm like, "I'm just stepping outside to smoke a cigarette." And he's like, "Oh, well, you can smoke inside, you just, but you can't take your drink outside." I'm, I'm just like, "Wait, wait, wait, what? But no, this is backwards. This is how it works." <laughs> I'm supposed to be able to smoke inside. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. <laughs> so, you guys, did you ever like find your way to Moped Army? How'd you, you know, hear about the Moped community? Um, after I got the kinetic, of course, you know, internet <laughs> makes things way too easy sometimes finding wow. information. So, yeah, pretty much you Google Moped, you're, you're going to wind up at Moped Army. <laughs> Yeah, definitely see that. <laughs> and do you do like a lot of lurking where you're like reading the forums and, you know, diving deep yeah. or just trying to find out the information about that one bike? Oh, both. You know, obviously reading everything I could about the bike I had, but also everything and anything. It's interesting. Like, um, you know, I'm in scooters also. And uh, okay, so like the variator tuning. Mm-hmm. I've Super probably I probably learned more about variator tuning off of Moped Army than I have off scooter forms and whatnot. What are like some of the dedicated like scooter forms that people really use? Um, the main one is the the main one that I'm familiar with is 49ccscoot.com. Yeah, I've heard of that one. It it's it's a pretty good one. And there, there there's some random other ones. There, there's some more specialty ones for like Zuma guys or Ruckus guys or whatever. But and they're and like well for for the Vespa stuff, it's kind of funny. There's I think it's modernvespa dot com, but they have a vintage forum on there, which is pretty good for that for that kind of stuff. Mm. I do like my vintage Vespas too. So I've, I've still got my '64 B90. Nice. I mean, Vespas are cool. Like old Vespas are cool. Like it's like it's one of those weird things. I feel like a lot of people that got into mopeds could have easily got into scooters and been just as into it. Yeah. It just kind of well, was like, matters what you find first. I think. One of the things is like Savannah is so small. It's hard to just be like, oh, I'm only into 
this. I'm only into that because it's like, okay, well, if you're going to be so stuck up that you're not open to other things, then you're not going to really hang out with too many people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're, 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 <laughs> he, he, even Timo, who's like, you know, our, he, he's our local moped, you know, guru, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, Timo's um, knowledgeable for sure. But it, it, it's funny, you know, like, Timo also has Harleys. And his argument is, well, the Harley's obviously a moped because he doesn't ride anything but mopeds. Mm-hmm. So if the Harley wasn't a moped, he wouldn't ride it. <laughs> so his Harley must be a moped. I mean, it leaks like a Tomos. It breaks down like a moped. It takes a lot of repair. Vibrates like a son of a bitch. Might as well be a moped. I mean, I got silly and replaced the pegs on mine with um, bicycle pedals. So I can be like, well, <laughs> that's obviously a moped. It's got pedals. It's got pedals, <laughs> man. What do you want me to do here? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry that it's a oh what 96 cubic inch. I think that comes out to like 1600 cc's or something. Yeah, I don't know. People ask me how fast it goes. I'm like, not that fast. Um, but fast enough. <laughs> it bounces off the rev limiter at 70 in second gears. <laughs> I've never, I've never tried to wind the thing out. I'm, I'm old enough to recognize I can die now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe, maybe 20 years ago, I might have been able to tell you what its real top speed was. <laughs> yeah. De- death is death is definitely easy. It can happen. Yeah. It's know. like, it, okay. oh, 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 even the little bikes, only ones I can really tell you what the complete top speed is on them is the slower ones. <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting 39.4. <laughs> Check this out. I got it. I kind of feel like on a moped or small scooter or anything over, pretty much anything over about 45, 50 is just bragging rights anyway. That's not useful speed anymore. Yeah. Like that's that's uh, pretty true. Like, if you hit 40, like, that's what I say. Like, if you go to a rally and your bike can do 40 miles an hour, you're, you're, you're going to be fine. You're, you're comfortable. You're not going to get left behind. You're not going to get lost. Like, 40 will keep up. Cause, like, most rallies pace at a, at a, relatively slow speed like that's why right in the front's kind of boring at rallies because like you're just kind of cruising you're not going you're not really ripping on it there might be some stretches where people can can get on it and it spreads out a little bit but as long as you do at least 40 you're like you're keeping up i've figured out that like yeah rally riding giant packs like that i like being on a fast enough bike with good acceleration and hanging out at the very back of the pack yeah I like it's to, enjoyable. Yeah. I like to be able to look forward and look in front of me and see, you know, all those bikes. Yeah, the stretch. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, um, shit, last time I made it up to Charleston for a ride, I didn't feel like driving my truck, and I just rode up there on my Harley. And so I rode the Harley at the moped ride. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun just hanging out at the back of the pack playing blocker and just being able to see everything. Yeah. I always and I'll like you, that too, like just like helping the cork or helping to block an intersection, and then like you kind of fall to the back of the pack and get to see who's like back there, what's going on, and then like slowly making your way back to the front. If you're on a dumb big bike that doesn't really fit in, you kind of feel like you know Mama Bear hanging out in the back, <laughs> <laughs> protecting everybody. <laughs> yeah, like stiff, yeah, arming, really, stiff arming cars, like you know, stand aside. Grandma, I got this. rally on a stockish. Maxi one year, and that was honestly miserable. <laughs> I had zero chance of keeping up, and Atlanta's going enough that I was, I was just suffering. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
There's definitely like, like key factors to riding a slow, like to ride in a legit slow bike at a moped rally. Like you, regardless of the situation, no matter when, no matter what happens, whenever they stop, you need to get to the very front of the pack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every well, single what, time. <laughs> one of the things we decided for, the, for our rally that depending on what kind of crowd we have show up, is we're gonna have two different we're gonna have two different leader bikes. We're gonna have somebody riding something fast and then somebody riding something slow. So the people who are slow don't have to yeah suffer to try to keep up and everything. I always felt that was like a smart thing to do to have like, you know, multiple people on the on your club or in your team or whoever who's ever doing the ride yeah. that knows where the ride's going and the route. And just like scatter them throughout the pack, like hey, like when in doubt, look for this guy with the giant neon sticker on his helmet or something. Like yeah, well, um, puddle cutters did that at the national rally mm-hmm. a couple years ago. They Andrew, actually had Andrew. they had yeah they had two packs that left. You know, it's like hey, if you've got a forty fifty mile per hour bike, leave with this group. If your bike is stock, leave with this group. <laughs> And, you know, they took it, they took different routes even because, you know, the faster bikes they took like up in the hills and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, me and my uh, brother were riding cupcake on, we're, we're riding cupcake on his Kimco people. So that was lots of fun. <laughs> I learned it's fun to ride. I, I, I learned it's fun to ride cupcake because after you get over the fear of whoever's driving, killing you, you can just sit back there and take pictures of everybody and. Yeah, you're the cameraman. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, you're, you're checking out the scenery. Your little spider monkey swirling around, making making the driver nervous. Like, stop fucking yeah. moving. Stay, sit still. <laughs> Nut, nuts the butts, baby, all day. Now that bike got stolen from him. That sucks. That was a cool bike. Y'all get a lot of bikes stolen. What's going on, man? Sixteen uh, people. That's a it, that, it's a scooter, but it's got sixteen inch wheels. So, you know, it, it, it like blurs the lines. <laughs> I mean, my derby, the, the bike I just got, the derby box, like kind of looks like a scooter. It's got like giant plastic fairings, a big like headlight assembly thing, you know, some leg shieldies. I want to get a, is, is it the derby DS50? Yeah, the DS50 is like a scooter, but it's got a flat read. <laughs> and, and it's got pedals that hide under the floorboard. Yeah, that's like yeah. one of the sickest mopeds. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that's on my list. Yeah. I've seen a like, couple of them come through Richmond, but like no one ever keeps it as is. They always like a lot of people just always take the flat read off of it and put it on something else. Well, like um, year before last, well, yeah, like yeah, two years ago, I picked up off the Dose guys a uh, Galar GSA fifty, and it's a scooter, but the engine on it is a Vespino engine. Okay. So it's just the slowest, weirdest thing ever. It looks like it should be made. It looks like it's made out of Legos or something. It has got this strange Spanish moped engine on it. <laughs> it's wonderful, <laughs> dude. What's it like being like that close to Dose? Like you guys aren't like right there, but you might as well be right there. Well, I can tell you right now. Uh, ordered some stuff from them last weekend. And normally I order from uh, this is this is not a, hating on Dose at all. This is hating on the postal service. <laughs> um, normally I order from Dose is great because I get like two or three days. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, I've talked to Blake and all those guys. So yeah, and um, but apparently, I don't know. Looking at the tracking of this box, it looks like they packed it in a drunken boomerang or something. <laughs> because it left Atlanta, went to Orlando, went back to Atlanta, went back to Orlanta, went back to Atlanta, went to Jacksonville, and is now back in Atlanta. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's a set of springs for my pook. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> why is it taking so long to get here? Yeah, like I work like uh, where I work, we we do a lot of shit. Like we ship packages like every day, and like we see daily like the problems with the the U.S. Postal Service right now. Like it's really crazy. Yeah, and like especially here because we have like the main station, the main post office is like down the street from our job, but like. They receive it there as a hub, and then it goes out to like these other facilities for like to ship it out. And then a lot of like they were dealing with a whole lot of COVID shit. So like anytime like someone from the facility where it normally goes to gets COVID, they shut down the plant, or people or half the people don't show up to work for a couple days, and then they have to ship it three hours away to another hub so they can then try to deliver it to like where they're supposed to go. Like it's ridiculous. It's like, I, I, I just want my blue springs. <laughs> <laughs> two shoe or three shoe? What's going on? What's that? I said two shoe or three shoe clutch. What's up? Uh, it's a three shoe. Sick. I just bought like, a brand new one. Like uh, Thomas that used to do the podcast with us from the Rebel Rousers. Uh, like he sells parts in town, and like I was, we were at his house cooking out the other night. And I'm like, well, while I'm here, I might as well spend money on moped parts. <laughs> Got a brand new three shoe like for for my Cobra that I haven't installed yet. Ah, sweet! It'll probably it'll yeah. probably won't get installed for like another like four months. It'll probably just sit on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, I picked up this Maxi N back beginning of the spring, and it's like it's you know literally a basket case, but complete and everything looks really clean. Mm-hmm. And then I get to tearing into the engine, and it looks like the engine was like in salt water or something yeah. <laughs> like the inside of it was just rusted solid that's crazy one of those deals where you know i had to hammer the piston out of the cylinder and everything so yeah i wound up buying all the moving parts to go <laughs> into that one yeah i like a good uh a good swamp bike though man sometimes i remember we were down in florida and we just found like, all these motors and sometimes like they can be all watered out but like the internals might be like good you never know until you get in there a lot of uh vespa scooter old vespa 150 super that this thing looks like it'd been buried on a beach for 20 years and i just kind of like kicked it over for shits and giggles it's like this thing's got compression (laughs) and it's like wait this thing's still got sparked and yeah, dumped a little bit of fuel down the car and it fired right up. Nice. It's like, well then, <laughs> awesome. Like it's always I, fun when it works out that way because sometimes it's not that easy. <laughs> I actually wound up. The reason that bike came off the road is because the, the, the body was so rotted out. I realized I was riding at home one day and realized that like the rear end was trying to pass the front end. The engine was just like so kick sideways in the frame because everything was so rusted out. Yeah. It's like, okay, this one ain't safe to ride no more. <laughs> yeah, time time to retire this one. Mm. 
Dude, so so how's the so how's the trash pandas going, dude? Like, what's up with the club? Are you guys like trying to grow it, or are you just like staying with a couple of buddies you got now? Like, what's the deal? We're trying to grow it. It's it's hard, you know, particularly with, 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 with people not being as social lately as in the past. Um, right now, I'd say we've got about half a dozen, honestly, active members. Mm-hmm. So. And it's just like, uh, you guys are just like, you know, recruiting from your friend circle. Or you're like picking up some randos. I've been hollering at randos. Nobody seems to be interested in come at, hanging out with a bunch of idiots who want to ride on, around on dumb little motorbikes. But That's where it's at, dude. You got you it. All it requires is tricking them into riding it once or twice. And then they're like, wait, this is fun. Well, it's like, hey, I even made like, like little calling cards. So, you know, when I see bikes around town, I can drop a calling card on their bike. Yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was a good, that's a good move for sure. Lam, laminated, put it in their spokes or something. Yo, here's here's the Facebook group rides on this day once a week. Let's get it. It's like every time you know when we do actually manage to put together a big uh, open group ride, we always have new people show up. So that's good. I mean, that's what that's where it starts. You know. Yeah. I know for a while we were just trying to like you know, utilize the fact that we were a college town. And like, I feel like so many of get into it around like that kind of age, like, you know, young twenties, you need like somewhere to get around town. And then like, you realize it's fun. And so you just keep doing it. Yeah. So we try to like, we were trying to just meet like an invisible spot near the college. Most of the time so we're like, all right, cool. We're going to meet like, at this like little cathedral, like on the steps, like right in front of campus and like kind of hang out there with our bikes for a while and like have people pull up and then, you know, take off from there. So it's like, at least it kind of puts in the back of someone's mind, like, you know, like, Oh, look, there's those mopeds again. I wonder, I wonder, yeah. I wonder how much they cost. And like, maybe they look one up and buy one. Are you guys like slinging bikes in your area? You guys like, like, like wrench on them or sell them or flip them or anything like that to try to like, uh, help grow the thing. I'm more of a hoarder than anything else. <laughs> No, I mean, I've like, like I said, I'm. Well, I get bored of something, I'll give it away or sell it for nothing to anybody who's interested. You know, I just actually all but gave my MB5 to a guy I work with because he was interested in it, and it's like, yeah, I haven't done anything with it in forever. <laughs> how many how many bikes are you up to now? Uh, I have six running. That's a lot of runners, dude. Yeah, I've actually got six running. Um, on top of that, I've got three that are actually, you know, three more that are, you know, together just need to be fixed so that they'll, that they'll run again. And then, I don't know, a collection of things that need to be put together. Like, you know, I've got a chow frame hanging up in the rafters of my shed that I've been gathering parts for forever so so forever you're talking at least three years by now i bet <laughs> three or four years easily <laughs> yeah it's so funny to me like so many of us are the same like it's like yeah i got this one bike yeah i'm like just like i'm holding on to this frame i'm still collecting parts and it's just like we'll we'll, we'll hold on to bikes for three four five six years and you still haven't we still haven't built the thing yet and everyone's like what's going on with that bike man i'm like Oh, it's coming. It's on the back burner. It's on the way soon enough. 
I painted it. That's a good step. That's a good step. <laughs> like, like uh, when I picked up the frame was when the gas tank rotted through on my kinetic. Mm-hmm. As like, okay, well, I'll just swap all the stuff from the kinetic over to the chow. And then, you know, it snowballed into something else. And now I've got boxes of parts and everything for it. Yeah. I could use like a good solid, like, I don't know, man. A good solid two weeks of not having to work. Like, if it was just like, yeah, we're on lockdown again. Like, and I got two weeks to do whatever I want. Like, I'm I'm fixing all the bikes. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's, that's actually what I got the child painted was when we were all locked out. <laughs> that dude, that first week was probably the most like motivated week I had, bro. I was like, I was like, wait, I just like lost my job. This sucks. So, like, what am I gonna do now? It's like, well, I got this moped. Like, I tore it down completely and sanded it and cleaned it and painted it and like rebuilt the whole motor and like put it together and shit. It took like three days. It was like done. I was like, all right, sick. <laughs> That's what that Maxi N is the fastest I've ever managed actually getting things put together. I just think it's just it's just one of those things. So I got too many unfinished projects, and I just bought another one. I got I got to make it a bike. That's the hardest part, dude. Sometimes you see the see the thing, and like, especially if like if you're like someone who like didn't get to just buy the things they wanted when they were younger. Like we have, we all, all all of us have the same kind of mindset where we just like have the tendency to buy the thing we want. Like when we see it, we're like. Oh, that bike! I like it. I want it now. <laughs> you buy it, R- regardless of whether you're gonna you have time or the to like finish it. Oh yeah, plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like looking at today, dude. I was like, I, I counted them all. There's 14 bikes in my garage. I'm like, that's that's a lot, dude. I think I've I've had more. I've had less. But like fourteen's like too much right now. Like it's too many things to touch that I know I can't get to. Yeah, well, that's part of why I let MB five go. It's like this thing's awesome. I've got all these other things I want to work on too. So let's let MB five go. Somebody will have some fun with it. Yeah, yeah. It's all about letting letting someone have fun with it. Like I don't know. That's kind of why I sold my Grand Prix. It's like a rare bike. It was super cool. And I sat on it for three years, like, you know, with no motor on it. Like, what what am I doing? Like, I got to sell it and let someone else, like, enjoy this bike instead of, like, letting it just collect dust or, you know, get covered in a tarp and put in the corner forever. I had a Tomos that I just forced on Conan one time when he was down here. I try to force bikes on him all the time, dude. Sometimes he doesn't take them. I, I, I pretty much just like took it and threw it in the back of his bed. It's like, you built this bike like five years ago. It's cursed. It's going back. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Do you guys like have like a, like a wrench night or anything you guys do or that you used to do? Yeah, we used to very rarely do that on Sundays, but got slack. <laughs> yeah. What's like the dynamic like with the other people in the club? Are they all like on the same page, like hoarding, or is it kind of like a sort of like you know people got one bike or two bikes or kind of like doing their thing? Uh, couple of us are, yeah, I guess more collector minded. But a couple of guys, they just have that one bike that they baby. Yeah, and they always always keeps it on the road, always keeps it running. Yeah, I know it in and out. <laughs> 
sometimes it's a good move, man. If you have one bike and you really know it well and like it just like works all the time and you, you take care of it. Or if you have two and they're the exact same bike or the exact same like engines, you know, platform. And it's like, all right, man, like I know I can keep these two bikes running between the two of them. I can always have one going. Yeah, I've messed up now. It's like all my bikes are different engine platforms. Yeah, that's where it gets hard. And that's where it also gets like expensive, you know, you need more, yeah. more specialty tools. You need <laughs> you need more pullers. Hopefully you did you 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 sucked it up and bought the the puller set a couple years ago. You know you got them all. <laughs> I can't find my puller set. I was looking for it the other day, and I swear I loaned it to somebody, but nobody wants to admit to yeah. borrowing it. Yeah, that's what we talked about that weeks ago, bro. You got to have a sign out sheet. It's got to be like fucking shop class, man. Yeah. Like you got to you you borrow a part, like it, it, you got to sign it out, or like special specialty tools can't leave your garage. <laughs> And there's the damn Vespa flywheel puller that, you know, you got to have the specific Vespa one. You can't get you use one out of the generic motorcycle puller's kit because it's three feet long. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, ba- I borrowed a, um, I'm not borrow. I, I, I threw money down on like my, my buddy buying the, the full puller set from Treatland just so I could yeah. get the one puller that I wanted out of it. It's like, I needed that like, Moda became left hand threaded fucking pulley. It's like the rare one that only works for one bike. It's like, I need this one pulley. Like, I'll throw in half or whatever the set is so I can get the one I needed. It's all good. Yeah, I got a Moda became now. That's a, that's a whole new set of headaches to learn. Yeah, especially with stock. The stock requires a lot of like weird tools too, like super deep, like needle nose pliers. So you can get into that fucking rear pulley and all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah. But they're, they're cool bikes. Once you get them going and they're, if they run and you don't do all this crazy shit, like it's either like a deep money pit, like trying to go a thousand miles an hour or like, you know, a pretty consistent 40. Yeah. I had, a, well, I had one of my Minarelli scooters built up to do 70 plus And now I know what it takes to, convince a 50cc two-stroke to do that and it's like yeah i don't really need to go that fast on one of these again i can i, I can buy a big bike if i want to go that fast yeah sometimes i feel that uh, they need to like prove prove it to and i'll prove it to myself <laughs> you know i'm like ah oh, like yeah if, if i had the opportunity to build this bike again could i do it better than the way i did it five years ago you know oh yeah one of those situations oh. like i like i feel like Oh, I can do this better than the last time I did it. Like the next time I buy that bike, I'm building it all the way. It's gonna be the best shit ever. Just like I don't know, prove it to myself that I could do it. That, that well, I, I've, I've, I've still got that bike, and yeah, I've got I've got parts gathered for its next engine. It's it's gonna be a liquid cooled aerosol beast. Liquid cool game is fun. Like it's just like it's cool to like have that liquid cool moped or a scooter or whatever you you know you're rocking. Just as like yeah, it's I don't know. It's just another another part of another one of those bells and whistles you buy and you're just like look at shiny, look at it, <laughs> look at that thing sparkling. I got this fucking water cooled kit. <laughs> look at my look at my fucking water pump. You love it. Trying to like get a bike that has like a water cooled like a uh, head, you know, or something. I don't know. It'd be funny to have like some kind of water cooled setup where you could pump the water and shoot it at people. 
Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> like you flip the switch, the water pump turns on, and it literally just sprays water like behind you, like up in the air or something. Or just gonna dump into the exhaust, so you just get a nice smoke screen. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Dude, so where, have you guys uh, traveled any or gone to any other rides or rallies or anything besides Swoops and, like, Conan's stuff? Um, let's see. Swoops, Conan's, Buzzard, and my brother was living in Portland, so I went up there for the Puddle Cutters, the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, yeah. That one was a cool premise for sure. I like when Rally's got like a good like you know you get a good theme going. Everyone's on board. So let's talk about all the you guys a rally coming up next year because that's kind of like where yes. what I saw where I was like cool yo let me get you guys on and we can talk about like some because everyone wants to hear about positive shit for next year like next, yeah next year's the year we're turning it around like it's gonna be fun we're gonna do stuff again. So I was like, saw you guys make your post. You you know you're gonna host a ride. I'm like, all right, here we go. This is this is first, yeah, we're, first of the mini. Yeah, we're gonna do we're, we're doing it that weekend after St. Patrick's Day. That's generally a laid back weekend in Savannah. Because yeah, everybody has wore themselves out from St. Patrick's Day because you know we, we we have a big dumb St. Patrick's Day party here. Um. Yeah, I can tell you, we had a rally planned two years ago, so we're pretty much just like, okay, well, we had all the plan, we can just stick to that. And <laughs> How's, how was, how'd the planning go last time, or do you, you know, you guys had, like, a good, like, setup or structure on, like, who's doing what, and, like, what kind of stuff you had planned for the day or for the ride? Yeah, yeah, we got, like, um, you know, one of our rides, Savannah was home of, if not the first, one of the first Grand Prix races in the United States back in like 1917. And one of our rides were just like, hey, let's just do the Grand Prix route. That'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's historic. That's awesome. But yeah, talking about dumb games, we have a goofy scavenger hunt thing we planned for Saturday afternoon. Send everybody out swarming downtown Savannah. Nice. I've been to like a couple of like scavenger hunt rallies. They're always a good time. I will say that you that that, that nobody's want to eat any of the candy that's in the rally pack hmm. because these rally packs were put together two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so so any candy in them is well past <laughs> edible date. <laughs> Or eat it. I don't know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll get to talk to God or something. Who knows? A full on like a uh, death pack, dude. <laughs> it's like no, we're just recovered, man. No one's getting sick this year. <laughs> you might want to rethink this, dude. Legion still hasn't lived down trying to kill people. <laughs> it's like, come on, we're trash man. Do you expect us to give you anything that's you know new? <laughs> Now we found this in a dumpster. Come on. It's like, all right, go retrieve your rally packs from the dumpster out back. Do you guys uh, have any, like, uh, really cool, like, interesting, like, routes that you guys normally do, like, for, for group rides and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I mean, we, and 
there's some fun routes around town. It's like everybody from out of town always wants to ride out to the beach. But riding to the beach is about the most boring ride that we can do <laughs> because it's just a long, straight causeway out there. And with a 55 mile per hour speed limit, so it's just you holding it wide open, hoping cars don't run you down. Yeah. <laughs> with no curves, no place that's safe to pull off and regroup, just... Yeah, like, I pulled up the Google Maps so I can, like, look at Savannah because, like, you know, I never, like, have really thought about you guys' area. So I'm just like, man, what's it like down there? I'm, like, checking out the map. I'm like, all right, there's a little bit of, like, river shit going on. You know, maybe you guys got some cool bridge crossings. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, the bridge is one of those. That's one of those. Yeah, can your bike climb hill? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, we went to New Orleans and, like, they were the year they did their scavenger hunt. Like, our team split up, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm looking at the map, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to ride to this one spot. And then, like, I start riding to it, just, like, following my GPS and my helmet. And it was a thing. It was some part, some weird thing where you could get there by ferry or you could get there by this fucking gnarly bridge. And I'm, like, just listening to the GPS, and I start climbing this fucking bridge that's literally going straight up. It's so high. And I, and I get to the top of it and I'm looking out and I'm like, yo, this is a fucking highway. Like this is not going to work. Like I can't do this. <laughs> I like, I definitely like bitched up dude. I turned right back around and rode the wrong way down the one ramp. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is over, dude. I'm going to go get some like beignets or something and chill. Yeah, I'm hoping that the, that the wildlife reserve is open again by our rally because that's one of the places we want to take people because it's a loop out in the country and if the weather's nice you know see alligators and stuff nice i mean what's the south without alligators right exactly (laughs) and a little spanish moss flying around you know stuff some of that bag taken home yeah we got plenty of the spanish moss Savannah's National Wildlife Refuge. Yeah. Get weird out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You guys, uh, you guys plan, like, for, like, a rally bike or anything like that? Like, a raffle? Yeah, yeah. We've got at least two raffle bikes getting put together, I think. I mean, you got to make up for the 2021, you know? Like, oh. Uh, yeah. Got that uh, left, leftover trash bike from two years ago. I think the plan is to have one moped and one scooter to raffle off. That'd be cool. Because, you know, a little love, you know, and get scooter people interested in mopeds, moped people interested in scooters, you know, interchangeable. Yeah, it makes wives happy if you get junk out of the yard, too. <laughs> We're piling up, man. You guys have like a garage or like any like main wrench spot you guys use like for your club? Um, my house and Buddy John's house because we both kind of got decent backyard and shed space for doing things. Mm-hmm. How's that been for like the newer guys in your group? Are they like learning to work on bikes? Are you guys teaching them, or are they just like content to like you know maintain what they got? Oh, uh, it seems like everybody kind of get. Yeah, what 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 they see? Oh, if I I, I I could just swap out the top end and pipe, and <laughs> you know, everybody wants to learn. Mm-hmm. Once they start getting left behind and whatnot, 
And sometimes too, I feel like it's more, it's, it's more, I don't know. It's easier to just like help show someone like, I don't know, conquer their fear of working on a moped or a scooter. Yeah. Sometimes they can be intimidated because it's something that's out of their wheelhouse that they haven't done before. And it's like, no, like, look, dude, this is like really easy. Like here, let me show you how to do it. I'll help you. And you can, and then they, you know, you help them feel that sense of accomplishment when they like, Oh, cool, cool. You put on a new pipe and your bike goes five miles an hour faster. That's awesome. Uh, there's also the whole get people to, dude, if you blow it up, we'll just fix it. Yeah. You can't be scared yeah. scared of them. Like, that's the one thing why I do like mopeds and scooters and stuff because, like, the price point of entry and stuff is like the barrier is not that high. And they're to fix it and get back in the game typically is way cheaper than any other motorized thing you can get into. Like, like oh, motorcycles, it, fucking boats, jet ski, all that shit. Like mopeds and scooters are cheap. Well, it's like so funny to me the general hatred, or not, I guess it's not really hatred, but you know, just the jokes people like you know, about Tomos. <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on, a Tomos A thirty five with a kid in a pipe is like so much bang for your buck. This is true. I think it's yeah, just a, it's, it's just a run. It's never ending joke now. Like we can't let it go. Yeah, it'll never, it'll never die. But there's it, definitely it, it, worse just, mopeds out there than a Tomos. <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of disgusting how easy it is to build a 50 mile per hour Tomos. <laughs> like they got good cranks. You don't really have to replace them if you don't want to. Like they, they can, they can handle themselves. Yeah, they're good bikes. I'm yet to succeed in trashing the crank on an engine. I still don't want to buy one. <laughs> I've worn out. I have managed to wear. I have managed to burn up crank bearings. So I'm yet to actually trash a crank. Mm. But that said, generally, if I build something, I will spend the money on you know at least something a little bit better than stock. Yeah. I figure I'm taking you know if you're taking something that's built just turn eight grand and you're revving it up to fourteen grand. You know? <laughs> It might not like it. <laughs> Those barons might start walking. Grow some legs. Yeah. I want to learn how to build cranks. That's one of those things that, yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen that. Like, I've looked into it. I didn't look into it for, like, actually to find out exactly how much it costs. But, like, I feel like for mopeds, at least, a brand new crank is so cheap that it's... yeah that it's sometimes just easier to spend a hundred dollars to get a brand new crank than it would be to get your old one rebuilt to fucking press it apart and get new bearings put in it and get it rebalanced and all this stuff. And then a lot of our, our cranks don't come balanced anyway. And you know, no one's taking the time to go balance them. Well, I say, you know, these people building like these like twin cylinder engines and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you have to build a, be able to build a custom crank to do that. Yeah, because I've got this fantasy about building a three-cylinder E50. <laughs> I just uh, I don't know why. I just, I just want I want a three-cylinder E50. Seems like it'd be wonderfully dumb. Yeah, those are just like shitty moped dreams that we all get. Like, oh, I want to build the best, the wildest, the craziest, and it's like <laughs> super unnecessary. But that doesn't that doesn't stop us. If we, if we didn't do what was unnecessary, no one would be going that fast on my pads. 
we'd all be content with going 25 and being happy. But uh, it's fun to rip on it, man. And it's fun to like squeeze a little bit more out of something. Well, yeah, the the whole fact that you're taking something that from the factory went 25 miles per hour and you doubled that. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying a minute ago, you, you, you can't do that with motorcycles and cars. <laughs> yeah, sense of accomplishment, too. Feel like I feel like I won a prize and no one's looking. And you know, wild out two stroke just sounds so pretty. This is true. Love that. Love that sound. So what's up? You guys, you got <laughs> ring ding ding. Uh, you guys got any other any plans coming up for the year besides the rally? You guys are gonna be putting on what? What were the dates for that again? Too. What's that? What's what are the dates for you guys' rally? I actually I pulled it up. Oh lord, it's coming March eighteenth through the twentieth. Savannah, yep. Georgia, 2022. Yep, yep. If you're trying um, to go down south, you know, it's a good time. South is yeah, lovely. Yeah, we figure, yeah, well, that's one thing we figure is that that's a good date because so many people aren't don't have riding weather yet then. Yeah. Like, March is definitely a good time for, like, I know the Rebels would always do one here, and, like, they called it the, uh, the, uh, fucking ride and chatter. You know, kind of like yeah. a spoof off of off off of Chad Burke's building gather, but it's like yeah, building gather was like the last thing of the year, and then like the ride and chatter was one of like the first things of the year. But it's it'd still be like February or something where it's like we'd still have snow on the ground and be fucking cold, and we're like, all right, who's trying to come ride in the cold in Richmond? But like you go a little further south, and one month later, you guys can you know come out and get you a warm ride after two months of isolation. We actually, oh, we we actually had snow a couple years ago, and I was like, I'm gonna go ride in the snow. I made it to the end of the block, and that was enough. <laughs> like you like, like, bar- barely made it to the end of the block, slipping and sliding. And it's like, yep, I need traction. Now I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, like it, the idea of riding the snow is fun for like all of ten minutes to me. Like after that, like all right, you know, I go spend some donuts in the grass or something. Like, oh, the snow. And then I'm like, yo, it's cold. This sucks. It's wet. Let's go inside. Pretty much. Like every, no traction. Every time it slips, it we just go, bang, tries to dump me on my knees. I don't want that. Yeah. And then especially if you had like a, like some, some bikes that are only bump start that you can't start in the snow because you get no traction on the wheels. So you're just like, Oh yeah. You know, struggling to start your moped and like, it sucks. It's not fun. But yeah, like I was saying, like, uh, you guys have any plans besides your rally next year? You got any places that you want to get to? Um, I keep saying I'm doing the pinball or whatever the Baker's dozen or whatever it is mm-hmm. now one year. Uh, there's also, there's, there, there, there's big, the big scooter rally of Maravespa. Yeah. Yeah. Maravespa was cool. We did the Richmond one a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm talking about trying to hit that. Mainly just try to get me you know, actually get out there and hit more, more of other people's rallies. Yeah. Like I still, there's still so many places that I haven't gone to, like because we have the market, the market's super saturated now, so there's a ton of rallies, and there's just like places I haven't gone to yet, like super far up East Coast, Vermont, like those places. Like I want to get up there to something they're doing, 
just because I haven't gone that far up. I, I haven't gone past New York for a rally, you know, east. I, I haven't yeah. been to the Midwest in a while. I really want to, like, go out west. I'd die and hit, like, a creature rally or something. And hell, um, I don't think there's a moped crew out of Jacksonville, but there's the there's a scooter club out of Jacksonville that does stuff regularly. I've never made it down there for any of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I still think it would be super fun to, like, get the whole moped community to, like, invade, like, a scooter rally. Or not or not even a scooter rally. Like, like say, like, there's, like, a huge, like, national... I know they do, like, a national ruckus, like, rally every year where they have, like, a huge national, like, ruckus meetup. I think it would be sick to invade something like that with, like, all the mopeders. Like, all right, guys, we're, we're showing up 150 deep to this fucking ruckus rally. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I think it'd be super fun. Well, we've had our we'll occasionally hit the local vintage motorcycle clubs things, and that's always kind of funny. <laughs> well, they like the spectacle of it too. It's like you show up on a bunch of really old bikes to so like dudes like that; they appreciate it. And so they're they're mostly you know, a bunch of old CD seven fifties with. Cafe racer bars, <laughs> yeah. and they're all like, oh, "I remember when I had one of these, or my fucking uncle had one of these back in the day." Well, we're gonna fucking wrap it up, dude. But like, you know, thanks for hopping on, and like, all like, right, well, yeah, I mean, thank you, to, 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 thank you for wanting to uh, reach out, talk to us. You know, we've got we've we've got that uh, that magazine about mopeds that's published here in Savannah, and they haven't even wanted to talk to us, so. <laughs> 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 that's funny you ever see them out riding and they're around and they're actually doing the thing I see him once in a blue moon but he had a falling out with us so yeah well I mean you guys are doing the thing you're you know you riding bikes you're doing some mopeds you're doing some scooters some motorcycles you're kind of like you know two wheels is two wheels you're having a good time with it so you make know. noise get silly yeah what else that's can you do man like, as long as you're having fun and you're enjoying what you're doing um, straight up for again, if anyone wants to go, uh, in March, um, you guys can, where are you guys at on the internet? Let's see here. Uh, shout out your, uh, Instagram page for the, uh, for the yeah, well, listeners, man. Yeah. I think I was, I think our Instagram is just trash pandas RF. Yeah. Tra- at trash pandas RF. So yeah, let's check them out on Instagram. You'll, you can also go to uh, trash pandas RF.com. They got the website popping. And you know, sign up for the rally, dude. Get get down to the south and get warm. Hell yeah! Like y'all y'all gonna the crabs gonna be crabs gonna be live in March, man. Can I get me a dozen? Can I get a bushel bushel on down there? What's up? I'm trying. To I don't know. If crab, crab season I think starts later. Damn! I'm like, Fuck. we're definitely gonna feed everybody a low country boil. Oh, there we go. I'm into that. So, so yeah, definitely definitely be some shrimp and stuff. Hell yeah. All right, dude. Well, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, later, you for man. having me. Yeah, dude. I'm going to have it out tomorrow. All right. Later. Later, bro. Hell yeah. So that was our buddy Thomas from uh, down there in Savannah, Georgia. He's from Trash Pandas RF. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Moped Money Podcast. If you have a suggestion or someone you think we should get on the podcast, feel free to give us an email at mopedmondaypodcast at gmail.com quick update on the indigo shirts from the Pook uh, collage presale 
Um, Indigo shirts came in. I received them. All the goods are counted and accounted for. They're going to get printed tomorrow, and they will be shipped out Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you ordered an Indigo shirt, that will be out this week. Hopefully you get it by the end of the week or something. We'll see what happens with the post office because of the holiday or whatnot. And, yeah, um, I don't know, man. I'm having a good time with my pets. Again, shout out to Jesse for bringing me the box. That bike looks sick. It's fun. I can't wait to dive into it and get it all figured out. And, yeah, man, fuck your car. Ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like, touch and fly. Was it moving? Like, no, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Wah, wah, wah. You fucking